When Paul Thompson was a child growing up outside Houston in the early 1980s, severe weather and hurricanes frightened him. We had a lot of storms growing up in Houston, um, and the, the thunder and lightning kind of scared me a bit, especially at nighttime with all the bright flashes and the loud booms and stuff. But fear gave way to fascination, and eventually weather became a hobby because back then when a hurricane was in the forecast, grocery stores would pass out maps to help residents follow a storm's path and prepare. It was a large chart about the size of, I don't know, a few Two, two by three feet or so. It had the whole Atlantic Basin and the Gulf Gulf of Mexico. And so you would tune into the nightly news and they would give you the latitude and longitude of the current storms and you would plot it on your map. How would you plot it? Just with a pen? Yeah, pen or pencil. Yeah, just mark it down, just very analog. These days, meteorologists have digital tools and radar to help with forecasting. But even with modern technology, a lot of places can be off the radar and that's where people like Paul, who now lives just outside Denver, comes in. He recently trained to become a severe weather spotter for the National Weather Service Skywarn program. Skywarn is like a voluntary network of weather enthusiasts. And um, w once you take the class, you're assigned a spotter number. So if you need to report a sighting of anything like a tornado or certain hail sizes, they use your number to correspond with you and your location. Paul, who I can now refer to as spotter AD 1134, is one of 10,000 spotters. Yes, 10,000 in Northeast Colorado alone. Spotters are in every state and become an extra source of information for the Weather Service. Extra eyes on the sky, they like to say. So we have a Great, a lot of great science and technology at the weather office uh, with radar, satellite, observations, uh, but we're always missing that kind of one component, kind of that ground truth. That's meteorologist Scott Entrican with the National Weather Service Boulder office that covers Northeast Colorado. I'm at one of the Skywarn classes he teaches every spring to train new recruits. Uh, bottom line, our mission here in the National Weather Service is the protection of life and property. This is one of the reasons why we go out and train the public for you guys to be ready. Students at tonight's two-hour class in Denver are learning about storm structure, cloud features, and how to tell if a storm is strengthening and possibly developing into a tornado so they can relay information back to the weather service. We've got a lot of hazards with thunderstorms that will go through uh, this evening, whether it be tornadoes, hail, lightning, wind, and flooding. We can get them all. Folks on the ground are able to tell us specifically how big the hail is. Um, do they see a tornado or not? Uh, so there are all those things that can fill in that kind of the uh, piece of the puzzle that we might be missing. The spotters working with the Boulder office are mostly concentrated along the front range from Denver up to Fort Collins. But numbers dwindle as you get out on the eastern plains. So Scott and his colleagues rely on people like Dakota McGee. So I'm Dakota McGee. I'm from Isleth, Colorado, northeastern Colorado. I'm a big uh, weather enthusiast. It's a big hobby of mine uh, as a spotter and chaser. I've taken quite a bit of their Skywarn courses. I want to say I've probably been to at least 10 or 12 of them over the last six, seven years. I've met up with Dakota, who is in his late 20s, and arrived in a car adorned with storm chaser decals in Fort Morgan, a ranching and farming community about 80 miles northeast of Denver. To my disappointment and, honestly, relief, the skies are blue with puffy white clouds to the west. But Dakota says, don't be fooled, those clouds look promising. So what we got all around us is uh, cumulus clouds. 
which is your basic cloud that will turn thunderstorms into thunderstorms. As moisture increases, it'll build, 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 and kind of become those big cauliflower-like clouds. I mean, these ones right here are just getting started. But he doesn't just look at the horizon to decide if it's going to be a so-called chase day. In the morning, he'll look at atmospheric conditions like dew points and moisture, and he'll also consult University and Storm Prediction Center models. Once I look at the models and pick a target, you know, try to get out there, usually an hour, maybe two hours when ahead of when they're supposed to fire. If his calculations pay off and he catches a storm, he'll report what he finds from hailstones to wind speed to the National Weather Service, and if need be, they'll issue warnings. But they may also call him. He shows me an app on his phone where a beacon will tell the Weather Service if he's near a severe storm. And the National Weather Service can see these, and they are curious what's going on they see a spotter like mine, they can call me. In 2022, he recorded Colorado's first tornado of the year, and they called asking him what he saw. Bagging a tornado can be exhilarating, and chasing generally can be intense, like a few weeks ago when he got pelted with tennis ball-sized hail. Also, the sport, as some are calling it now, is getting crowded, which can make for dangerous situations on small country roads when hundreds of people are in pursuit of a storm, some without enough experience. So for folks who want to chase, Dakota has some advice. All for it, you know, just I suggest be safe and be ready for a chaotic mess at times. Right. But I think it's just better if you wanna if you wanna start out chasing Definitely go take the classes, Skywarn classes from the National Service. And in addition to Skywarn training, he says start by going out with a seasoned chaser to get your feet wet. Bottom line for him as a spotter helping the National Weather Service in its mission to protect the public, you have to protect yourself first. For H2O Radio in Denver, Colorado, I'm Franny Halprin.